In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Brendan Kilcoyne, coming to you with the Brendan Option, courtesy of Immaculata Productions. You might care to hit the subscribe button, consider Patreon, PayPal, give us a bit of help. Remember that we're crowdfunded. You can look for us on Instagram, look for us on Facebook, and keep the comments coming, because we're, we're as I've said before, we're really enjoying them. Doom for the shepherds. Mm, not good. Okay, not good. The Lord has HR problems. Jeremiah 23. I love Jeremiah. He's salty. There are going to be some serious layoffs this Sunday. Doom for the shepherds who allow my flock, the flock of my pasture, to be scattered. Wow. Well, uh, considering that I'm in the <coughs> shepherding game, you know, I'm in that trade, that way of business, that makes uncomfortable reading this Sunday. And that's only the first reading. And Jeremiah, uh, being Jeremiah, warms to his topic as the, as the reading unfolds, including that marvellous moment where God says, Right! I'm going to deal with this. There was an old archbishop in Tum, my diocese, the, the diocese I belong to in Tum, and whenever priests used to annoy him, he'd just, he'd just move them all over the place and send them to remote outposts. And his term for it was to scatter them. And his housekeeper was Mary. And he'd, he'd blow a gasket and he'd say, Mary, give me the pen. I'll scatter them. Whenever he called to Mary for the pen, some poor devil was going to end up on one of the most remote islands off the west coast of Ireland, telling his beads and looking into the wind. Doom for the shepherds who allow my flock to be scattered. I have to talk today to my fellow priests. We've already heard two Sundays back what happened to our Lord when he preached to his own. And every priest remembers the nightmare it was when we were training for the priesthood of actually preaching to fellow seminarians. It was never as hard again. Always harder to prophesy to your own. So I just want to say to my fellow priests this Sunday that I totally identify with your predicament here because I'm as, how would you put it, as frightened to hear that reading as you are. And the question we have to ask ourselves is not whether the flock are scattered, because they're pretty scattered. And not whether it's our fault, because it's not entirely our fault, but come on. For the last 50 years or so, boo... I wonder how well we've been doing as people in the shepherding business, in the prophesying business, yeah, in the working for God business. If God has HR problems, it's time for us to sweat. Somebody's going to get their papers. Doom for the shepherds who let my flock be scattered. And then we see in the gospel where our Lord Jesus Christ himself has not time to eat with his disciples, they have time to eat and they're about to get some time for themselves, but the people who are, they're famished for the gospel. 
they're famished for it. They follow them for this spiritual, this soul food. They follow them. And you can sense his human exasperation. Oh my, you know, crikey, could we just sit down and put a bite, put a bite in our stomachs? But he's sorry for them because they are like sheep without a, a, a shepherd. As in doom far. So where were the shepherds who had not been feeding the starving flock on which our Lord had come, the whole house of Israel? Why were they starving? When the Lord comes, will he find any faith in Israel? Look, I know the priesthood isn't easy. I know it from experience. I'm not trying to be awkward here or difficult. This isn't only aimed at priests. Hmm? Parents are shepherds too. And the first shepherds. It's aimed at Catholic teachers. I'm just asking all of us together. Should we not be a little bit nervous when we come across these readings? What are we doing and how well are we doing it to keep the flock together? I'm just, I'm just worried. Because by any standard in history, the flock is remarkably scattered. Are we doing what we should be doing? I was told when I started teaching, I started teaching in a boarding school. The arrangement of staff was that the staff took turns. Uh, Generally, the younger staff who hadn't married yet took turns to take the evening duty in the school. There were hundreds of pupils living there residentially. So it it was quite a responsibility. You were just two two teachers in charge in the evenings and at night. And I remember being told, it was the dictum of a former headmaster who, who was gone by then, that if your feet weren't killing you, by the end of the evening, you hadn't done your job. Now, I thought, that sounds hard. I thought that was tremendously human. It was tremendously humane because it acknowledged that the job was hard. But it basically said, look, if you're wrecked at the end of the evening, it doesn't mean that you're not good at it. Quite the contrary. It means that you've given it your heart and soul. Maybe you need to get better at it, but you're in there. So I'm saying now to all you priests out there, to all you Catholic teachers, if you're not frustrated, if you're not disillusioned, if you're not staggered at the scale of the challenge, if you're not feeling fed up, tired and worn out, you're not doing your job. And if you are, the chances are, is that you are doing your job. You may not be doing it very well, Okay, and I start with myself in that. You may not be making a perfect job of it, and I definitely start with myself in that. But you're in there. So who's the do- who are the shepherds who can look forward to a little spot of doom this Sunday? I would say the shepherds out there, priests, parents, Catholic teachers, who are sitting back and saying, well, that's the young crowd and there's no talking to them. I would say the shepherds who've decided, oh, the young people nowadays aren't interested in religion. And sure, maybe they're right. We'll get our day out of it anyway. 
I would say you're about three steps away from hell. Do you know, actually, I'd say maybe two. I've been too generous there. Yeah, and I'm only saying two because one, one is hard. It leaves you with no options. Okay, so we'll give you two. I would really suggest you come back from the brink of that particular cliff in Mount Doom you seem determined to stand on. Okay, because you'll find it very hot if you fall over. Don't come out with crap like that. I mean it. I'm not much of a priest. I'm a hopeless shepherd. Any passing Egypt of a wolf can give me a run for my money. But at least I'm battered. I'm fed up half the time. I don't feel I'm achieving anything, but I'm trying. I'm just saying to you, for the love of God, don't sit there on the fence looking too well-dressed and too calm because when he comes, he'd better find you on your feet or wrecked. If the boss shows up here, we'd better be on our toes. Doom to the complacent shepherds. You remember... (laughs) Okay, I know now you're going to be shocked at this, or I think you will be shocked at it, but if you doubt me, I I can give you a reference. Jean Vianney, the Curé d'Art, read... Trochu's famous biography of him, T-R-O-C-H-U. Read that biography. And even Trochu himself was shocked by this. John Vianney was arguing against dancing and he was arguing to parents who didn't care whether their children went dancing or not. They said, I can't stop them and they'll turn against me and I want to stay in with them. John Vianney said to them, don't worry. Don't worry, you'll always be with them. You'll greet them in hell. Now, all right, all right, all right. I know. I know that's hard. I know that's hard. Okay? I'm just saying this is a saint. This is a great prophet. So maybe, you know, we should consider that even if he was a little bit hard, he wasn't perfect, he had a point. I'm just saying if you're a parent, if you're a Catholic teacher, if you're a priest, don't sit back and start saying I don't want to turn the parish against me I don't want to turn my class against me I don't want to turn my kids against me I want them to be on my side jeepers don't start that please doom to the shepherds who allow my flock to be scattered if you're a parent you won't always be there to protect them if you're a teacher they'll grow up and they'll leave your class if you're a priest They'll grow up and they'll move out of your parish. And if those sheep haven't learned to survive, and if they haven't been given the means to recognise a wolf, doomed to you. Somebody's going to be looking for a job. And you don't want to be looking for a job if God has already given you one. Okay, you don't want to go there. I mean it. You don't want to go there. Because the mission you were given is a part of your very nature and person and you do not want to go there pick up your crook and find a sheep and make make them go somewhere i would suggest that right shepherding 101 let's avoid doom in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen